I've, I've already been given some some <laughs> feedback by my son that I swear way too much. It's actually embarrassing how much I swear, as he said to me. I told him to fuck off. <laughs> Welcome to Born to Watch, where three old mates review and discuss the movies that mean the most to them. Welcome back, fellow watchers. My name is Whitey and I'm your host for Born to Watch. And tonight we are going to do the massive Arnold Schwarzenegger extravaganza, Commando. And I'll tell you what, it is an exciting night for us here in the panic room. Because as always, I've got my loyal number two with me, Gao. How are you, buddy? Very good, very good. And very excited tonight. Yeah. Very excited. Yeah, it's going to be a good one tonight. I'm pumped and I'm pumped. And the man from the land, Morgs. How are you, mate? Gents, good to hear you. Yes, mate. It's And you're very clear and we love it. But, mate, most excitedly, we have our good old mate who's flown in especially from Sydney to join us tonight. Sloan Nixon, or you'll you'll hear him known today as Bones. And, mate, it's amazing having you join us. Oh, what an honour, what an honour, especially for the greatest, one of the greatest movies of all time. Without a doubt. And, and I think after this podcast, it will be renowned as one of the greatest movies of all time, I think. I agree, I agree. I, I'm super excited to be with the three old mates. Yeah, mate, it's, it, we're pumped to have you. And when, when we decided we were going to do Commando, we knew there was only one man we could have as our first guest on Born to Watch, and that's you, mate. So we're very, very pleased to have you with us. So thank you. Had to be here for this one. Oh, I couldn't miss it. Yeah. And, and, mate, just making the effort to come all the way in from Sydney is just something massive. Yeah. Now, so, look, Commando, it's by no means a, uh, a modern masterpiece of, of cinema history. But I'll tell you what, I think it's pretty damn good. IMDb have it rated at 6.7 out of 10. Tomato Meter has it at 69%. And the 67% audience score is low and ignorant, I would think. I reckon this is Arnie that's most devastating. He, there's no holes barred, mate. He, he's brutal in Terminator, but here he just destroys. And it's, it's limited story, maximum action, and just fun the whole way through. And re-watching it, I'll tell you what, I laughed a lot more than I ever have watching this movie. I, I loved it. I really. It, it I, kind of fits right into Arnie, doesn't it? Like they, you know, he's had a couple of movies before that, but this one is really hitting his arc. Yeah. Now this is this is Arnie. This is not a lot of not a lot of words spoken by the big man, but when he speaks, they mean something, and just plenty of explosions. Okay, Gal, tell us about the movie. Here's the opening tagline from the movie. Love it already. If there's a mission that no man could survive, then he's the man for the job. Ah, oh, John Matrix. So this is the back of the VHS cover. They don't make them any tougher than Colonel John Matrix. Intelligent, physically imposing, an expert in martial arts and the use of combat weaponry. Still armed with the physical skills and knowledge that made him a superb soldier, Matrix, now retired, lives under a new identity in rural splendor with his daughter, Jenny. Years ago, Matrix and his unit ousted the vicious dictator of the South American country of Valverde and replaced him with a democratically elected president. Now, the deposed dictator, General Arias, aided by one of Matrix's former men, has tracked the retired commando down and kidnapped his daughter. To get her back, Matrix must return to Valverde for one last mission. Kill President Velasquez so that the way will be open for Arias to return to power. Wow. I tell you what, when, when you hear that, it sounds way more elaborate than the movie actually is. <laughs> what do you reckon, Morgs? 
I remember not quite understanding the whole uh, plot with him getting on the plane, but not going to Valverde and getting off. And then it was only till rewatching it that I, I, I realised that they go and find him in uh, a special hideout island. So yeah, it, it definitely confusing to say the least uh, what they're trying to get him up to. But who, who gives a fuck? Like it was just yeah. awesome. That's a good point. Do they ever actually get to Valverde? Never. No, no, and no. That, that's the thing. It blows me away. So that they're, they're, they're having this, they're having World War three point two, and it's not even on the island that they're trying to oust the dictator on. Yeah, no. there's a couple of plot holes. There's a couple of plot holes yeah. there. <laughs> let's not let's, let's yeah, discuss plot holes. We can't hole. grill it too much. Uh. Yeah, look, it's a wonderful movie, and it's full of some people that just keep popping up in Arnie films moving forward. So tell us a little about the cast gal. Well, we've got the major star, Arnie, at the start. Yeah. I mean, really just, as we said, hitting his straps here, coming out of Terminator, a few small roles, Terminator and Conan the Barbarian, and then hits this, and this is where he really is at his peak. As we said, limited story, just perfect vehicle for him. Yeah, but look, Arnie, I think at some stage, it was always the Sly and Arnie show there in the 80s, wasn't it? And you had to take your pick about who you loved. Look, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a balls-out Sloan fan. I think Arnie comes a very close second. I love Sly. I'll go, I'll go to war for him. But I'm telling you, as I get older, I am loving Schwarzenegger's movies even more. Wasn't there, wasn't there a bit of, uh, bit of stuff between the two of them? At the oh, time? They, they were they one They hated each other. They hated, yeah. yeah, definitely. They hated thing. each other. Yeah, because yeah, they were vying for the, yeah. the action was, hero of the 80s. This was it. This was it. And close friends now. Best uh, mates. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Best yeah. mates, yeah. yeah. It comes full circle, doesn't it? It does. It does. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like life. They're a metaphor for life. Stallone <laughs> and Schwarzenegger are a metaphor for life, you know. Morgan, what do you reckon? Indeed. What do you reckon about Arnie? My favourite Arnie movie's got to be Pumping Iron. So uh, this this is up there. But uh, oh my god, oh, what a what a flick! Uh, we introduce us to uh, the Terminator himself uh, before he was even the Terminator. But I uh, it definitely showed off the charisma that we would grow to see and love uh, in in follow up flicks. But uh, if you haven't checked out Pumping Iron. Definitely a crazy documentary just about him cutting sick on Lou Ferrino. Lou Ferrigno yeah. uh, in the, the, in the, the original Hulk. Chair, did you? When he's yeah. lifting weights, it's just like I'm coming. Oh, it's <laughs> I was just about to drop the same quote. But, uh, Mate, I'm yeah, telling that, you, it's that, that movie, it's, it's a movie of mental disintegration. Like his, unbelievable. His talk-ups to Lou Ferrigno just destroyed him. And Ferrigno was a beast and just could not compete with Arnie. He was just too good on the lip. Essentially, no, incredible. Just, yeah, just blew just, him away. Uh, different league, but uh, yeah, no. I, I, I mean, jokes aside, Commando's got to be my favourite Arnie flick uh, for sure. And there's there's several of them, and we spent all four of us spent a whole heap of time taking in his classics over the years uh, at at our various houses. I, I don't know when did when do you guys reckon we saw this one first? This is a hard one, I reckon. This really is. I think that obviously not in the cinema even though I would have been able to get into a rated R film in 1985, uh, being 10. I was just probably at the start of puberty. I was really Please. But I'm, I'm uh, sorry. I was probably well into it. It's, I'm tipping again. This is a DY. This is Aussie video off the shelf, off the action shelf, getting my mum to rent this for me probably in 88. I reckon yeah. it's, it's 88. It's off the shelf. And it's just purely rented and re-rented and re-rented and re-rented. I'm sure I got this in a deal, two for $7 with Enter the Ninja. Pretty sure I did. (laughs) (laughs) 
it was it was it a was it a was it a standard fair few gal that it had to be a ninja movie? One of them had to yeah, be. One of, one of the two for seven had to be a ninja movie. It was either Shokasugi or Michael Dudikoff. Oh, one dudes, of those two. We've talked about the dudes a bit already on Born to Watch. What do you reckon? Here, where, where do you reckon this would seem? Yeah, like I, I, 88's a good call. I reckon it was the same. I yeah. probably saw it round at the neighbor's house uh, first. We loved. Uh, we loved. Fluids. We loved. We loved war movies in uh, in Woodward Street. That's for sure. So I reckon uh, I saw that. In a, probably a double with uh, Full Metal Jacket or, or Platoon. So around 88. And I, I distinctly remember the cover too with Arnie with his uh, with the Let's Party with him, yeah. uh, the tagline on there. But is that does he say Let's Party in the theatrical release? I don't, I don't think he does. No. I, so I've seen I was looking for that. Yeah. He does say it in the movie? He says it in the movie. He does says he? it towards Let's the end, party. doesn't he? Yeah. Let's party. Let's party. Okay. Well, okay. No, I will, yeah. I'm not going to uh, contradict our uh, our guest here, but I always well, our learned guest. wondered. Our learned, learned guest. I had <laughs> yes. I'm going to run with Sloan on this. I had that said cover as a poster on my wall. Oh, yeah. So my yeah. brother did question my credibility being here tonight and commenting on this uh, fantastic flick. But he's already questioned our credibility, to be honest. Well, he hasn't has. He? Yeah, yeah. But that's all right. He's listening. It's, a, it's okay as long as so he's props to you. In. Props so, to you, uh, Senior Nixon. I watched this movie. I reckon pre eighty eight. Yeah, so I remember seen. going uh, straight down to Bob the Butcher. It's down from Auburners to get myself a flat top. Yeah, I love this movie so much. Yeah, you ran the flat top. Yes, those are times. Yeah, he still could too. I reckon. No, I reckon not so much top. Yeah, <laughs> just flat. You could just run the flat. <laughs> yeah. Uh, mate. yeah, look, I think... All right, we'll get it back on track here. Yeah, go, sorry, back let, into the cast. Let, let's let's go. go back into the cast. Yeah. We, we stopped on Arnie, where there's a lot to talk about yeah, with Arnie. Is. But that was right before his, his, you know, a big run of Predator, Running Man, Red Heat, Total Recall. Mate, it's, he, was, he was on the upward swing there. T2, True Lies. He yeah. just he didn't deal. stop for 10 years. Yeah. Raw deal. Oh, Got Red Heat. Them. Gokainum. Another star of the movie is Ray Dawn Chong, who's the daughter of Tommy Chong. From Cheech and Chong fame. Yes. So, Morgs, do you reckon she'd be in your top five Chongs? Oh, we including Ben Chongs? You can include... Oh, well, I would assume you would be including them. Oh, well, if... If that's... No, no, not top five, but probably top ten if we're including Ben Chongs. What about you, Gout? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Patong Beach. It's not big enough fats. Yeah, no doubt, no doubt. Who else we got in here, Gav? We've got a, a, a young Alyssa Milano oh, coming I'm, straight out of Who's the Boss. Mate, I'm telling you, in 85 to 90, I was so in love with Alyssa Milano. Yeah, she was same, a dream girl. Same, Yeah, same. Yeah, yeah. dream about, girl. She's about our yeah. age, a little bit older than us. I think she's about our age, to be honest. I'd say she'd be, she wouldn't be 50. She'd have to be 46, 47. Yeah. yeah. She's gorgeous. Still she today. Was, she was 12 when this movie was made, at the start of the 70. movie. So born in 73. Okay. Moving on, we've got Vernon <laughs> Wells. Great action character. Is he, though? Like, I know we'll probably get to this, but fuck, he's terrible in this movie. There we go. I've sworn for the first time tonight. He's not great. He's Australian, and he's better known as the bloody motorbike rider in Mad Max 2. With the mohawk, the very homoerotic psychopath. Yeah, that was kind of his claim to fame, wasn't it? Like, I'm not sure he's been – well, he was in Weird Science okay. um, in a similar role, but that's about it. I mean, I'm not sure there was much else apart from that. Action Jackson he was in. Arnie wasn't a big fan of him either. Oh, no, uh, when whoa, Arnie whoa, whoa, first whoa, whoa, saw whoa, whoa, him, whoa. he 
said he looked like a pussy. Yeah. So you'd have to agree with Arnie. Yeah. You look like spaghetti. He had spaghetti arms. Morgs, what do you got? Looks I was like going to say, spaghetti arms. Well, he, he's an absolute credit to our fair nation. Like he, one of the busiest jobbing actors that we know. Do you know this guy is worth $75 million, according to On the Line? No. He has done hundreds. Nah. All right, maybe not hundreds. He's done lots of films, and most of them are fucking terrible. The the one that I found that I think is, I haven't seen it, but I'm sure we would all love to see it. Again, it was starring with uh, from someone from Cheech and Chong fame, Cheech Marin this time. It was called The Shrimp on the Barbie. Get out of fucking town. Telling you, absolutely Come true. He are you making that the, up, Morgs? Nah, absolute truth. Uh, so no, nah, he's but I, I, I mean, I believe everything I read on the line. But seventy-five million squids. He's the, the guy's done all right. So he I, made his I money in crypto, that, surely. We'll talk more about this. I think in good, the good, the bad, and the ugly. But yeah, I think he gets yeah. a bit of a bad rap for yeah. this one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Well, we run into Bill Duke after that. Love Bill Duke. Love really him. good. Love him. Love him. Great in Predator. Cook. Yep. Yeah, yeah. love really Bill good. Duke. A really good TV director. Directed a Is lot he? of TV. Yeah, very successful guy. Great impression. Think- very good impression. Fantastic. He would have been really good as the bad guy in this movie. I reckon. He instead of instead of uh, Bennett. But, yeah, yeah. Instead he could of have Bennett. done that. I reckon he could have. Yeah, he would have been way better. Bennett's terrible. But anyway, we'll get onto that. Any, anyone else yeah, you want to focus on there in the cast? Not really. Uh, we just run down. Well, no, oh, we've got Dan Hedaya. Yeah. Uh, but we get we the get hairiest to... shoulders in cinema, Dan Hedaya. Not just the hairiest shoulders. What about the bum chin on him? Yeah. Have another he's... look. My goodness. Yeah. Oh, it was it was a protruding bum chin that uh, I hadn't noticed previously and the world's worst Spanish accent, by the way. Oh, that's in oh. my – I've got that. It is so bad. Oh. Not and since... he looks Spanish. Oh, he does. He looks like he should be able to pull it off. Not since Condi yeah. given us a Barcelona has anyone done a shitter Spanish <laughs> accent. But yeah, it was terrible. Yeah, the soft C is a go-to for any wanker trying to Barcelona. think that they can, they can like Barcelona. Give me a break. But yeah, he was shit out. Yeah, what about um, Sands? Sands. Well, Sands then, then, then we get to then we then we get to to the best, David Patrick Kelly. Oh, oh yes. Well, how could we does his best work in the Warriors. Yeah, Warriors come out to play. Yeah. Awesome movie, and he was awesome in that. Yeah, he was. He's actually. So, he's actually. I got this a little bit later, but he's actually really good in this movie, even though he is one of cinema's greatest creeps. Oh, yeah, absolutely. yes. It, so. It, Interesting thing, he played Luther in The Warriors, but he was also Luther in 48 Hours. He had a small part as as a character yeah. Luther in that. Yep. And then another one in Beverly Hills Cop, but uncredited. Yeah. He's one of those guys that need the same name, a bit like Jennifer Jason Lee. Yeah, uh, yeah. exactly. Yeah. The Crow. Longest yeah, He's in The Crow. Oh, yeah. 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 Well done. And, and, and only one more star. Okay. Brief appearance. Bill Paxton. Oh. Yeah, the Pax. Oh, yeah, you, you cock-blocked me there. I had that for the good. Yeah, well, yeah, can, let's save it. Let's save it. No, no, no. It's got, I totally agree. It's out of the bag now. But what an absolute legend Bill Paxton was. Just some iconic cinema characters. Terminator, absolute yeah. ripped yeah, rip yeah. oh. that. Um, and then, obviously, my own personal favourite, Aliens, uh, is just uh, Hudson. absolute. Yeah. Hudson. Steeler and Hudson. Skipped over Hudson. weird science. Oh, yeah. I beg your pardon, learned yeah. colleague. That is a bit of weird science flavour in, in is this movie. There is actually. Yeah, yeah. there is. Chat. Yeah, mm. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, so um, 
when we talk about the the pantheon of Arnie films, where do you think this this sits? Uh, and I'll I'll get us started here. If we, for me personally, probably the the ultimate my ultimate Arnie film is Predator. I think oh, I think that's his number one. I think mm. that's closely followed by T two, uh, which is tough. probably then. Then, then, then there's, I think, a bit of a gap. But then you're sort of running into, like, you've got Commando, you've got True Lies, you've got Conan. A lot of Total them sort recall. of run. Total Recall. They all sort of run through there. I don't think this the is. The Running Man? The Running Man. The Running Man's awesome. Yeah, The Running Man is great. But, again, like, if I'm going to say that it's probably second tier. The Kindergarten Cop straight out the window. Yeah. But this is no, the bit, this is the bit where he started to get where he started his comedy. Yeah, but this Boys is a, have you know, penis, girls have vagina. Yeah, it's important. <laughs> but he's come out he's come out of a couple of movies where he's you know, not got many lines, and then this doesn't. But he's starting to get that that funny side to him out there, and this is really on the upward curve for him. Yeah, for this sure. Is where I, he starts to hit his straps. Well, he's he's gone he's gone Conan, Terminator, Red this. Sonja. It was Red Sonja after? It was same year. Same year. Oh, yeah, same, same year. year. But, but it's so it's it's Red Sonja than this. Yeah, and then from here on, from eighty five on. Schwarzenegger's an unstoppable force for yeah. I'm at almost 20 years. Eraser. That's oh, terrible, Eraser. Oh, terrible. What do you reckon, Morgan? What do you reckon this sits? Fantastic. Yeah, up there. Like, oh, as you said, I think Predator is probably a standout. Um, but yeah, Running Man, I, I really enjoy. And that's a, that's a yearly rewatch, Running Man, for me. But I, yeah, I, yeah, I, I love I Running Man. Running Man's a great book. Commando, if, uh, if if it didn't introduce us, I mean, Terminator probably, uh, I mean, Conan probably brought mainstream awareness, uh, oh, and then Terminator, yeah, yeah. I guess. But this really set him onto the stratosphere, I reckon. So uh, every, well, we this watched, is the everything start. that came yeah. out around this time, we watched if it came out with Arnie. This, this is this is a great period of time for these kind of movies. 80, 84 to 87 has got some of the greatest movies of this kind. That are still still hold today, uh, and I'm sure we'll, we'll cover a lot of them on Born to Watch as we move forward. I agree. I think that this is this is second tier Arnie, but it's the movie that probably starts the the ascension to the top of the pile, no doubt. So here we go. Here's a question: What do you reckon the gross of the film was? Did anybody look it up? No, I didn't look this up. I like saving this for you, Gear. Um, Sloan, got any idea? Throw a ballpark out. Forty mil. Morgs, US. Uh, 57. He looked it up. He's looked it up. 57.5. You were wrong, Morgs. Um, but yeah. Ah, uh, no, I pulled that straight out of my ass. Woohoo! Nice work. Yeah. Um, but against an estimated budget of 10 million. So this made some money. It debuted at number one in the end of 85 and spent three weeks at the top. Yeah. And, Um, and should have, and should have. Well, yeah. For an an R rated flick though, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, well, but interesting that it was the seventh highest R-rated film of '85 worldwide. Wow! So, the, so we was, look at some other '85 movies that came out. Yeah, Rambo: First Blood Part Two, great, love it. Three hundred million. Yeah, Rocky Four ended the Cold War. Log Rocky Four is one of the top ten best movies ever made. Mad Max: Beyond Thunderdome, one of the top ten worst movies ever made. Oh fuck! Yeah. Falcon and the Snowman. Yeah, that's a movie. That's a movie. Yeah. <laughs> Who's in the Falcon of the Snowman? That guy does not. I've know. got no idea. There's some other. There, there, there's some other good ones. Oh, I know, I know. I, yeah, I was just going, going. I was just going yeah. through the action ones. Yeah, 
what do you reckon, Bones? Who will be in there? What else you got? Going to hit in Back to the Future. Yeah, wow. One of the greatest movies of all time. View to Kill, if you like. Oh, Duran Duran. Yeah. I remember seeing that at the cinema down at Torquay. When uh, I was a, a Melbourneite and went down there with some mates yeah, and uh, surfed in that freezing water in a pair of tights. A couple lies, boys. Man. Yeah, it was shit, but the movie was good. Yeah, Jewel- I like A View to a Kill. It's one of one of Roger Moore's worst, but it's quite enjoyable. Jewel of the Nile. Roger Moore. Oh, yeah, Jewel does, not, does not compare to Romancing the Stone, though. No, oh, Jewel of the Nile. One of yeah. It's a poor sequel. sequels. Yeah. But here's a couple more. The Colour Purple. Yeah. Eleven noms, no wins. The Academy oh, Award. Steven Spielberg. Was, when was Temple of Doom? Out of Africa, same year. Eleven noms and seven wins. But also, yeah, Cocoon, Witness, The Goonies. Yeah, good year for film. The Breakfast Club. Yeah, great year. Tons for of film. them. Yeah, no. tons of good. Ninety five was a good year. Only surpassed by eighty six, which is a born to watch favorite. Okay, Morg's got anything to add there? What do you reckon? I really like The Goonies. Yeah, good ad. Like it. it is, the Goonies is a great film. You look a bit like Chunk. <laughs> I reckon I look like a young Josh Brolin. Josh Brolin? Yeah. I oh, know. I think you kind of look like Bennett in about 95. <laughs> <laughs> Got the same arms as Bennett. Oh, you beat me to it. <laughs> <laughs> you just stole my bit. <laughs> okay, so so let's uh, let, let's talk about how much we've watched this film. over, And we're, I'm going to set the, the, the line at 50. So over and under 50. Uh, Gal, what do you reckon? I've watched it a lot, but I'd say under 50. Under 50. Slime? I would destroy the 50 mark. Yeah, you'd, you'd be up. I reckon you'd be triple digits. You'd be oh, triple digits. Yeah, Morgs, easy. over under 50. Yeah, I'd, over 50. Yeah, look, I'm over 50 as well, surprisingly. Love it. And this is a yearly watch for me. I know that we're being quizzed on our um, commitment to these yearly watches. People are, are quizzing the validity of this. But when I say that I watch something once a year, I fucking watch it once a year. Yeah. I was and sitting down to this a couple of months ago. Well, you've watched this effectively twice this year already. Yeah. So and my little bike strolled in. All right. Yeah, and how and your little bike's watched this, right? How old's your, how old's your son? He's eight years old. We love you, Kai. We love you, buddy. Yeah, you're a legend. And we, I'm sure you'll get a mention a bit later on when we talk in the good, the bad, the ugly, because I know one of your favourite scenes is coming up. I've got a couple of things I want to add before we move into the categories. Just a couple of questions that are, that are sort of unanswerable, I would think. A lot of things have got to go right in the first kill for this assassination to work. Now, let me just walk you through it. So it's a garbage truck driving up the road. We cut to a uh, uh, um, husband and wife in bed, and the wife's a 10, and they sort of are roused by the noise of the garbage truck. And the wife says to the husband, oh, it's the garbage truck. And he goes, but it's Tuesday. And, they, and then she says, well, maybe it's coming early. So it's they've driven a garbage truck in the morning when no one's awake, hoping that the noise wakes them up and they assume that the garbage truck's coming a day early to take the garbage down to the street to shoot him. My thought exactly, what were they going to do if he didn't walk down? Yeah, that, that was what my were they going to do? That is my exact point. So it's just a lot has got to happen. Now, I'm calling bullshit, first piece of bullshit for the film. I know it's harsh. But I did Ooh. chuckle casting a, cr- a critical eye over this movie with the first assassination. That'll then lead me on to that's a really big fucking tree that he's carrying. 
Oh, I had oh. that. I had that too. That's got to be 300 kilos. That's a tree. That is a big – and the oh, cut say, is so guys, perfect. Let me, let me stop you there. On the land, we often have to move trees around, around that size. It's just when we're, we're working on our properties, because there's always something to do on the farm. So, no, I, I think that's uh, quite plausible. Okay. All right. Thank you, Daniel. Thanks. Um, is, is there a better daddy-daughter relationship in the history of film? The first five minutes of the film where they're spending that quality time together, it's hard to watch. It's like some sort of TV commercial. It's like a midday movie. It is How's the so food, bad. Yeah. The food in the deer is uh, is The feeding the deer yeah. is the worst. I like the uh, the pool play. Yeah, he's yeah, got – well, he, they haven't got much You're bird. a big pool play guy yeah. with the kids, right? I am. Yeah. yeah. And, and, mate – he could really hurl all the kids around, yeah. I reckon. He could, but he like, doesn't. He's, he's, yeah, his vertical play. No, he's very is careful. Yeah. No, I think I think he's careful because he knows he could just throw her out of the pool. So he's he's holding something back. He's literally the Terminator as a single dad. Yeah. And then my last thing is, do you reckon they used all the budget up and they had to use a Commodore sixty four for the graphics and the names for the for the title at the start? Just like blue and red. It's so freaking bad. Right. And it just comes across like commando. Uh, yeah, I just laughed at that. I thought they must have used all the budget up. Anyway, anyone got anything else they want to add before we get into the categories? We didn't, we didn't talk much about uh, the writer, Gal. What, what do you know about Stephen D'Souza? Stephen D'Souza's done a lot, mate. He, um, well, see, Jeff Loeb was actually the story who wrote the story. Is that Lisa's brother? It could be. Yeah, right. But it's Jeff, J E P H. <laughs> is that Jeff, Jeff Loeb? Oh, right. <laughs> yeah, that is. That is. You say, <laughs> only hear what I want to. Oh, wow. But uh, no, well, Jeff Loeb, who wrote the story, he actually wrote and produced Teen Wolf in 1985 as well. But he did a few other things. He did Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in 2013. But he did TV shows like Lost and Smallville. But Stephen D'Souza wrote the screenplay. But he did Die Hard, 48 Hours, Flower Croft, Tomb Raider. The, he did The Running Man as well. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's just a boss. Pretty prevalent in the eighties. Yeah, he's yeah. pretty prevalent. And and of course, he did Hudson Hawk. Ooh. Oh, one of the worst. great one movie. Of the, worst. <laughs> the only thing I remember of Hudson Hawk is the dog catching the tennis ball and flying out the window. Funny, that's right. Movie. Yeah. Terrible movie. Bruce when Willis. you work in Come the on, industry mate. as long as Stephen D'Souza and myself, you, you, you're definitely going to make a turkey. But, uh, yeah, I, look, he's definitely revered amongst us screenwriters. Yeah, us screenwriters. Okay. So we'll move on from that pretty quickly. Let's move into the good, the bad, the ugly. So we're going to talk about some parts of the movie that we that we really love in the good, and then we'll talk about the bad. And then uh, I reckon we've probably all got a couple ugly things, but I think that we're all going to have the same ugly thing, I have a feeling. We're going to let the special guest start us off on the good today. Slime, what do you think was good about the movie? Hit us. The whole movie. <laughs> yeah. Just the movie? Yeah, just the movie. Nah, I love the movie. There's no denying that. But probably a couple of my favourite parts is Arnie rowing off in his Speedos. Oh. Cinematic genius. It is. So it is. good. Just get, um, gets down to the sluggo straight he's away. Yeah. He's rowing the wrong way, yeah. though. Yeah. He's rowing off into the sunset rather than towards the <laughs> He's rowing the wrong way. When Bennett gets electrocuted, but comes back madder than ever. One of the great <laughs> scenes. And probably, but in all seriousness, the mall fight. I enjoyed that when he yeah. Sully's in the uh photo in the uh in the telephone booth. booth. Mate, I've got he rips I've him got, out of the telephone booth. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, I've got and, ripping the telephone booth off the The garden wall. shed. Well the greatest 
I, I, it's almost the greatest scene in action history. Yeah, is the garden shed. Yeah, it begin. I think this movie begins and ends with the garden shed. Yeah, when he cuts his arm off and then throws the arm and at throws him. Throws the arm at him. Yeah, with the machete. So there's a story about that, but I'll, I'll leave that to listen to yeah. this. Yeah, cool. Yeah, but cool. um, but this is the whole thing about the movie. So I was I was reading up about it, but they. It was intended to be over the top. So it was supposed to be a little bit satirical to the movies at the time. So when you watch it in that sense, that's what it's supposed to be like. People dying without bullets hitting them and, you know, Arnie just cutting a swathe through people that, yeah. you know, he just stands there and shoots his gun. There's 50 guys running around. Yeah. Oh, I think yeah. that's that's part of the charm. Well, that, that's what it's supposed bullets, to be, yeah. like a live action video game. That's yeah. what they intended it to be. So to be a little bit like that. So that's, you know, that's what, mate, to me, that's the good thing to me. Cause it's just a watch and it and enjoy quickly, it. quickly, my final good would be, when he goes into the gun store. Love it. Like one guy. Surplus. He knew, Lester knew what we wanted. Arnie arming himself to the teeth with every weapon known to man. Yeah. He, and it is every weapon. It is, literally. He covers all <laughs> the necessary evils. So, Morgs, you got anything to add for the good? Uh, I agree with Slane. That that mall scene, I don't know why it sticks out. I love the uh, the security guard. I want to watch me kick some ass. He's just oh, mate, that's amazing, knob. that. So good. He's a knob. They've got a lot of security guards. gigantic motherfucker. And, and they're all packing heat. That was uh, – I, didn't, I yeah. didn't think your standard mall cop could uh, could pack uh, a sidearm. But anyway, lots of them there. But, no, that was fantastic. Uh, Gal, Gal uh, did gazump me on Bill Paxton a bit earlier. Definitely uh, a, a, a high point and, and very sad. Rest in peace, Bill Paxton. Vernon Wells, yeah. I'd look, I'd, I know that we all chuckle a bit about the clobber on uh, on on old mate Bennett, but uh, look, he's uh, he, I definitely feel a uh, a sense of patriotism when I see Vernon Wells worth a heap of wedge and just uh, a jobbing actor kicking ass in in Hollywood. So it's just young Aussie actors you don't like, Morgs. The older ones you're all right with. Uh yes, yeah, so I do have there, a mate? problem with I do have a problem with the quality. Of the young Aussie actor, but uh, I, no, yeah, I, 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 I have a very big Absolutely. soft spot for Vernon Wells. I think he's uh, he's a, he's an underrated talent of, mm. uh, and titan of Australian cinema. Okay, well, I've got a few things to add here. We go through the garden shed; it's amazing. The M sixty, the M sixty in the last twenty. In fact, the last twenty three minutes of this movie is amazing. When he is just kicking ass and blowing everything up that he can possibly find and well, killing 30 people with one bullet. Oh, a lot of pot plants were harmed yeah. during oh, the filming of this There movie. were a lot of pot, pot plants harmed. Now, as creepy and as I'm sure this guy will, will definitely bind himself in some of the other categories, but every line that Sully says is gold. Oh, he is a standout in this down. movie. Yeah. And he, even though he will feature in, in bad and possibly ugly, but definitely bad. Yeah. But every time he speaks, I'm 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 up for it. It's amazing. I love, and I watched this just this afternoon with Bones. I love it when Arnie slams the guy's head on the dock into the wood. <laughs> right, there's just two headbutts into the big block of wood. Probably my favourite bit is the cook fight. So they're fighting in the <laughs> in the hotel. Now we've got a couple of things to ask you guys here. So they're fighting in the hotel. There's random gunshots going everywhere. Cindy's being a fuckwit in the corner. Yeah, you know, uh, uh, uh. I had enough of this much of yeah. bullshit. Yeah, just shut up, Cindy. Let them fight. Then when he pushes him through the foam door and falls into the next room, what's going on in the bed? The sheet comes off. <laughs> the woman is positioned behind the man. Yeah, yeah. 
Right. So what's got a bit of the old peg action going on there? They're filming it. This is up there with Doc's nose ring for a way ahead of the time, right? Okay. So we've got some pegging in the hotel room that's being filmed, and they never move. So I don't know whether she was still inside him because they stay in the same position for the whole fight, right? Whether he's like, no, 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 don't, don't, don't. I just, I don't know what is going on there. I couldn't believe this when I first it, saw that video camera in the corner. It's the best. It took me maybe 200 goes before I saw that. Well, you're not, a young man He's not looking for that. Nah, true, yeah. 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 Morgs, what so do you got, the, what do you reckon? Is, is the pegging in the good or the bad? Well, I think the, I think the whole scene's in the good. Yeah. Right. I think that the fact that they, he doesn't move, that's a mark of respect. There's something going on there. So there's a video camera in the corner. Yes. They're, they're filming. You didn't it. notice. No. Yeah. Well, you're going to go and watch that tonight. And there's a video camera in the corner. They're filming, they're filming the pegging. And they're under the covers. So they are not, and they are like completely covered under the covers. So they're not seeing a lot on the camera. So they've got the camera in the corner. They're under the covers. And she's behind him. There's some pegging going on. There's no doubt. And this is just a little Easter egg for yeah. the movie. It is, mate. Yeah. It is. Yeah. I love it. Another couple of things. When, when they go to uh, Patria or Patria Enterprises, <laughs> And he goes to, and he just snaps the gate open. He just pulls the the padlock open oh, and just snaps the chain. Just rips it off. Just rips the chain. Yeah, well, but he's then a, he's Arnie. Come yeah, on. Yeah, no, but then he monkeys up the climbs up the um, monkey climbs up the wall and just rips the sheet off and just just saunters in very easily. Love it. Well, actually, just rips it off and throws it, and it's, you hear it clang on the yeah. ground. And there's no, fifty guys inside. Yeah. Doesn't really yeah, care yeah. about that. No one cares. Nah. No one cares. <laughs> like my last thing for good, and this is again, I watched this afternoon with with bones, the flying knife. So the shooting knife. Oh. That absolutely just destroys that guy, takes him down. Right? The knife, the knife, the the, the shooting knife. He shoots he a shoots knife. Shoots a knife. Yeah. Oh, so I thought you were talking about in the shed when he throws the the saw at the guy and scalps him. Oh no, that's amazing. Nah. We're gonna hold the whole garden shed is just next level, right? He slices the guy's head off, chops the guy's arm off, axe in the balls. It's just oh, yeah. it's just nonstop. It's nonstop. You got anyone got anything else to add there? I'm good. No, I think we've covered it. I think we may have. I think we may have. Okay, so let's let's slip into the uh, let's slip into the bad. I've got quite a few here, but again, I'm I'm uh, nitpicking a bit. Okay, well, obviously, there's a lot of good there. Sloane thinks the whole movie is good. I think we all do. Morgs, we're going to get you to kick off with the bad. You got anything in there, mate? Oh, look, I, I'm going to tread very carefully here because uh, I know that our our guest podcast uh, extraordinaire won't uh, won't see eye to eye to me on a few of these. So I'll 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 take a shot. But uh, back to the hotel scene. So whilst I agree the pegging was good, I think that the state of the American Armed Forces when a Green Beret, Billy Duke, can't hit fucking Arnie with a, uh, a, a, a thirty-eight from a distance of three feet is a little concerning. And so the fact that the what, – what's Arnie in this? He's a paratrooper or something? Black Ops. Black Ops. Black Ops, yeah. yeah. He's, and, uh, Billy Duke's the Green Beret, which is uh, fairly high in the old pantheon of – uh, American Armed Forces, he can't shoot a pistol across three feet of room and hit that huge man. That didn't didn't sit well with me. You've got to remember, though, Morgs, that he eats Green Berets for breakfast. And he's very <laughs> hungry. And I did. <laughs> very hungry. I, did, I mean, the whole, I mean, back to good. All of the one-liners in are fantastic. But, uh, yeah, that uh, just to, to round off that hotel room, definitely could have, could have expected more of a crack shot 
from a, uh, a, a vaulted green bray. He should have taken his Uzi in there. He has an Uzi at every other time during the movie, so uh, maybe he should stay away from the handguns. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Bones, got anything to add in the bad? This wouldn't take long. Uh, not really. Yeah. I've, I have to say for my bad, I've got two things, actually. Do your brother proud. Come on. Yeah. He questioned my credibility, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. hit Arnie hard. The car crashed into the telegraph pole with no seatbelts on. Mate, yeah, oh, I've, I've got that. that. I've got that. that. She yeah. dies. Yeah, they're both she's dead. Got no, she's yeah. not even in a seat. No. She, she's just going to slide through and face plant into the dashboard. Yeah. Um, and he just jumps out. He just jumps out rips the door open. Yeah, yeah it's not ideal. Nah. He actually rips the seat out of Cindy's car, but he's still the same height, so he's not really hiding from Sully. I'm not sure what he wanted to gain well, from ripping the seat out. No, I think what it was, though, is he, he'd watched Police Academy the week before. <laughs> he's yeah, he's Hightower. 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 It was like, he's like, oh, fuck, that looks pretty cool. <laughs> I'm going to rip into that. That'll work for me. You know, I'm the White Hightower. I'm White Tower. Come out that yeah. Year. Yeah. So he'd watched Police Academy just before. But. Yeah, that's nitpicking. That's super nitpicking. Love this movie. Yeah, look, it's it's you only are nitpicking, but yeah, what do you got? All right. Well, when he's on the plane and he gets on there with his mate, Cindy. He, hey, Cindy. No, no, Enriquez. No, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He breaks Enriquez's neck, puts him down. Yeah, I've got let it. my friend oh. sleep. I'm yeah. dead tired. Yeah. yeah. Um. But then he gets up and claims he's, you know, he says to the hostess, I'm airsick. Yeah, I'm airsick. When they're still on the ground, they're taxiing out. Then he just walks through, gets in the elevator, manages to go downstairs, manages to open the flap over the <laughs> over the wheel and gets out with no alarms going. Now, we've got a bloke in here who spent a bit of time in planes. Can that really happen? <laughs> Apart from the fact that when he jumps out and lands in the water and he's totally fine, no, but how from hundreds of feet. Uh, uh, thank you. Thank and you. then he and he literally springs out of the water. Mate, like, he hits it like he's jumped from four feet. No, he doesn't like even get fucking wet. <laughs> he jumps like into a marsh. He doesn't even get wet from two hundred feet. It looks yes. like he's run into a trampoline that's been put together properly. Well, not in Noosa. I do get around <laughs> as a professional podcast, but as a moonlighting flight attendant, I do question him jumping from a flying oh. plane. And his flat top does not drop. Okay. So it's funny that you mentioned that, Gow, because I've got almost the same thing. I've said, how does anyone notice the murder on the plane? I know. He elbows <laughs> this guy and then breaks his neck and then sort of just pats him into the corner and no one notices a thing. Can I just say that's good customer service? He said, don't wake my friend. Yeah, he's, he's dead, dead tired. <laughs> and so as a good flight attendant. Don't but he didn't it. sit back in his seat for 11 hours and no one noticed. <laughs> yeah. A six foot three he's, guy. He's very tired. Built like he's Arnie. very tired. He's very tired. What else you got, Gal, for bad? So he gets back in, he gets off the plane and runs back into the airport and just happens to see Sully straight across the crowd of the airport. Great scene. But anyway, follows him out and then sees him in the car park, but then doesn't take him down in the car park, gets in a car, grabs, grabs Cindy and drives off and then gets her to try and get his attention when he walks into a crowded bar at the mall. Yeah, it's – I don't get that. I think he's trying to find out – he's trying to follow him back, hoping he's going back to where his daughter's been I think held. so. But, yeah, there's some there's some massive plot holes there. The whole plane thing is amazing, amazingly bad. Sully – I love Sully. 
but I'm telling you, he's a fucking creep. And he is a creep. Does he really think his moves are going to work? He's biting the cigarette while she's talking to her boyfriend on the phone or parent boyfriend, and he's thinking he's sexy. He's got the Greg Highfield high pants on. If he doesn't have chafe on his ball sack from the center seam of his pants, I'm not here. It's just nothing about him is going to work with a woman. I, I, my ugly was his suit and oh, his it's a tie. Bad suit with the thin. Tie. Why'd you give that away? Why'd you give that away? Save it for ugly. I just said this is my ugly. <laughs> I know, we haven't got ugly yet. Well, I was just rolling into yeah, it. Yeah, good. I like it. I like it. Let's do it. So we're going at ugly now. It looks like what Morgs wore to his year six dance in Fitzroy. That suit. It's terrible. He was best dressed too. He was he best dressed. It. He looks like David Hirschfelder playing the keyboard for John Farnham. Okay. <laughs> oh my God. What about Rambo on the on the lead guitar? Didn't Jack Jones play guitar for John for John Farnham as well? Yeah, one of his, he, with him, his yeah. retirement. Tours? Before the yeah. Southern Stars, he was. What about? Was no, I just want to go back to Badge one minute. Like Cindy's a punish, okay, a serious punish the whole movie. I had the I had the Galleria car or the crash, and uh, where she goes into the pole, like yeah. that's bad. Like yeah, she should be bad. dead. Yeah. But I'm telling you what, she's fucking smart when it comes to the ways of planes. Well, wow. she knows her fuel and her flight times, like you know, like no one else I've ever heard. James Did Cook else- would have used her on the friggin' uh, Endeavour. <laughs> Right. Did you guys think when she says, "Oh, that's uh, that's, that's amphibious," that's amphibious, right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. My other bad is the plywood buildings and the and the slew of mannequins that get oh. blown up. That are just obviously <laughs> you can see the poles that they're standing against. But I love it. I love it. Okay. So ugly. Gaz told us he's ugly. He hated. How did Sully's suit? Tell you what, I hate. Terrible. It was terrible. You know what I hate? All of Bennett's ensemble. The whole. Outfit is atrocious. It is horrible. It's it's macrame, and he's got like a dog choker around his throat. And is it, is it fake mesh? Is it actual mesh? Is it fesh? It could be. I it don't know like what it is. Mesh. Well, it's it's it's. No, I did a bit wool. of research on this. One I think it's woolen mesh because I too was appalled by uh, the look. <laughs> and apparently, there was another actor cast in that role prior yeah. to Vernon Wells. His name was Wings Hauser. Yeah, wings. Is that Cole Hauser's dad? Don't know. Could can be. Any, can anyone? Let's let's. Can I just this. say, poor old Vernon, aka Bennett. He was dressed in big black boots, leather vinyl. Would you say leather or vinyl pants? Definitely vinyl. And a mesh top. Yeah. And he's the biggest, baddest baddie. He looks like he's come straight from the Blue Oyster Bar in Police Academy. He does. He does. Well, I think this is what Morgz is getting to. They, they, that, they that cast is another definitely guy. my ugly. They cast another guy, Wings Hauser, in that role. And then on the first day, so Vernon Wells lost out, and then they cast Wings Hauser, and then they fired him. Mark Lester fired him on the first day, so they had to get Vernon Wells in, and he had to just wear the clothes he had, and he was a bigger guy, so he just had to wear this ill-fitting suit. Fit around his arms, all right. Apparently you can smell men damn wind. <laughs> And, and I've got here in my bad, I've got Jackson and Harris as shit, who are the people that they leave. One of them lasts one bullet. He's gone. And two the other. Didn't he quote, two of my best men? Yeah, two of his yeah. best men. Are they any good? Mm. Are they any good? <laughs> so, yeah, look, I think that it's it's obvious that the Bennett's just general demeanour and ensemble are definitely the ugly. And I've got no other ugly. Ah. Ah. I've got no other ugly. So let's slide into Listen to This, where we talk about some of the rumours and the behind-the-scenes stuff going on with Commando. 
Yeah, what do you got? What do you got? Any rumours for this one? I don't have a rumour, but I have a fact. It was nominated for one award, which was Best Special Effects, but it lost to Back to the Future. Well, not surprising. Oh. Yeah, there you go. That's but, my tidbit. Oh, wow. i got one. What about this? The, the hostess that Matrix talks to first on the plane played was also Bruce Willis's wife in The Last Boy Scout. And Val Verde, I know Sloane and I spoke about this this yes. afternoon. So Val Verde's been used. It's a made-up island or a made-up country that no one ever gets to in this movie. But it was also used in the Expendables movie. What other ones it was used in, Bones? Die Hard. Die Hard 2. two. Die Hard 2, yeah. Deadly Enemies. Deadly Enemies. Oh, really? Yeah. So Val Verde's a popular made-up country. And Predator. Yeah, from Predator. So it's quite a popular made-up place, old Val Verde. Actually, while we're on places like that, the um the, the scene where they have the shit at where Arnie's killing everyone and then he goes in and kills Arius, that place is the same place they used in Beverly Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop, yeah. yeah. It's got the same – you can tell the same pop plants. Yeah. They shoot the same pop plants. Yeah. It's yeah. a very similar scene. It is. It, it almost is. It almost is note for note. Was the year before Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah. Yeah. So Arnie was looking for a bit of uh, inspiration and went to Archibald Foley. I've got a couple. Yep. What do you reckon the body count was? I know this. I've got this as well. I'm going to tell you <laughs> what it is. Go for it. 109. 109. Yeah, nice. Arnie sitting at 102. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty good percentage of death. Oh, Arnie. yeah. Yeah. He didn't miss That's often. Quality. He didn't nah. miss often. Who were the seven others? Well, maybe they're like friendly fire from the yeah, enemy. The security guard, a couple of those went down. Yeah, in the mall fight. Yeah, yeah. So, um, Sully, Sully killed a couple. That same mall was used for Terminator Two. It was. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And um, poor old mate who had his arm cut off originally. <laughs> he was meant to be beat with his arm. <laughs> he was meant to be beaten over his head. <laughs> and Arnie was supposed to say, "Need a hand." Yeah. yeah. Need a hand. Need a hand. <laughs> I, I, you know, there was a sex scene filmed between yes, Arnold and Chong. In the plane. Yeah, and, and it was cut due to a lack of chemistry. Yeah. Well, that would have been Arnie's first sex scene, I guess. Oh, Oof. no, it wasn't because he did one in Conan, which is – he actually did two in Conan. He has sex with the witch and he has sex with Valeria in Conan. But he obviously – there was no – he was not – There was no chemistry. No, there. there was no – there was no, there was no and, and actually, that's something we'll bring up a little bit later, but, yeah, I, I didn't believe for a minute the relationship between Arnold and Chong. No. no doubt. Nah. Nah. Here's a quick one. In the movie, there were 54 stunt performers credited, 17 more people than were in the actual cast. No. Yep. True fact. That's funny. Who reckons Nick Nolte could have pulled this off since he was the first choice originally? Wow. Nah. Yeah. This nah. is the, you, Once you see it, it's one of these movies where – you can you cannot envision anyone else playing that. You couldn't. I couldn't even envision uh, Sylvester Stallone playing that. No, no. This way. is an Arnold movie no. through and through. No, it really hits Arnie as we said earlier with that time because he's just hitting his straps into the movie, and you know the one line is it's just perfectly perfectly set for him. Yeah, no, it's an Arnie movie through and through. You got anything else? No, that's my uh, little bit of trivia. Like it, gal? No, that's it. And we oh, won't- we digress. Sully, when he hung oh. him over the cliff, yes. they wanted oh, yes. Arnie to hold him over the cliff, and even Arnie was like, nah, no, I can't do that. Too risky. So they got the sneaky wire out. And- yeah. One of the great scenes. Yeah. One of the great scenes. Gravity. You know, just a little bit of personal trivia here that I never knew that the guy's name was Sully 
I always thought it was Sally. <laughs> Sally. And, 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 and still, and I reckon it's not until I started to research for this <laughs> that I realized his name's not Sally, it's Sully. I 100% really? thought it was Sally. Who I'm going with Sally. Sully? I thought it was Sully. I'm like, who the, the hell fuck is Sully? Sully? It's like, his name is Sally. Yeah. I like you, Sally. <laughs> okay, let's move into notable quotables. And, you're oh. n- and uh, yeah, we've, I don't think we've got enough time. To be honest, but we're going to give no. it a crack. Well, um, there's a there's a hundred here. We can just bounce through a few. Yeah. Of these. So we'll start with you, Bones. Being special guest, hit us. Some oh, of your look, favorites. this is really hard. For and me. and and look, the rules are, the rules are that you have to speak in the voice of the character that you're quoting. Yes, I did hear this from uh, previous episodes. Yes. So give it your best crack. Who who are you doing? Oh God, there's so many. Can I go with one that's really bad? Yeah, please. But. Cindy, well, from here it looks like it's a nightmare. Will you please just leave me alone, Sully? You fucking whore. <laughs> yeah, he's such it's a really creep. bad. But it just really creep. describes the type of grub this guy was. Yeah. And I think we spoke about this earlier today. Like it's, it's not this. You know, what's your problem, Sully? Gravity. Yes. You know, and he's holding like. All those great quotes, but I just love the start where it just everything this movie, when I think of this movie, comes straight back to Diaz goes, Mellow out, man. We can't talk business with you waving guns in people's faces. You're dirty safe, Colonel. Now, whether she stays that way is up to you. My people, they got some business with you. If you want your kid back, you got to cooperate, right? Wrong. Wrong. Boom. Yeah. Straight it's awesome, isn't it? When I was a kid, I was like, Oh my god, yeah. that was just so I was normally bored would, by that reaction. Well, you would anticipate that they're going to talk it out. Yeah, right. You, that's the first time probably you've just seen a just a murder. Yeah, it's just a straight murder. And on then screen. for the next twenty five minutes, it's just chaos. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just full action. Pushes the car up the hill. He's yeah. coming straight at it's crazy bastard. Yeah, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Just, I, I think a couple of a couple of my favorites. Why don't they just call him Girl George? Would cut out all the confusion. <laughs> That's, of course, in one of the great daddy-daughter scenes of all time. And then um, another one from, from, from Sully. Have some beers in Valverde. Give us a little more time with the daughter. And he's like, you're a funny guy, Sully. That's why I'm going to kill you last. So yeah. many so many one-liners oh, from him. It's, it's so good. Here's, got, here, here's my one. I really love listening to a little your p- little piss-ant soldiers trying to talk tough. <laughs> they make me laugh. If Matrix is here... He'd laugh too. <laughs> Your soldiers are nothing. Matrix and I can kill every single one of them in the blink of an eye. Uh, oh, I love remember the, that. Yeah, I love yeah. the I love the click. I also love another Bennett one, which is they offered me a hundred thousand dollars. But when I found out I was gonna get a chance to kill you, I said I'd do it for free. Oh, so good. I, the, the accent and it just the way he delivers it, it's, oh, just, it's obviously it's like we must do a shout out to let off let off some steam oh, when he throws a pipe through him and finishing him off. But yeah. one of the one I noticed the other day watching it was when Cook runs out of bullets. He goes, "Fuck you, asshole!" He goes, "Fuck you, asshole!" <laughs> there's, a, there's a couple Terminator. There's a couple Terminator because he's like, "I'll be back, Bennett." Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so there are a couple. Uh, yeah, it harks back to the Terminator. Oh, I could. Oh, it was just like. I, I also love the bit when he's in the car with Cindy and she's driving and he's, she's like, tell me a story. And he goes, 
there's a there's a men have stolen or kidnapped my daughter and they tried to kill me and she's like I've only known you for five minutes and I want you dead too. It's like God, so good. I eat green berets for breakfast and right now I'm very hungry. Where are we going shopping? There's yeah. it's just uh, never there's hundreds of them. And, and you know what? I think this is where it really starts the one liner action film. This is the one like Arnie. This is where Arnie defines himself as the one-liner action hero. And sure, you can use Terminator as the start with I'll Be Back and a couple of years in that film, but that's really, he says 50 words in the whole movie. Yeah. He, like, it, he's really basing his whole character on one-liners. And I'll tell you what, I'm fucking loving it. It's great. Well, that's it. That's what oh. introduced it. And it, it's perfect for him. Yeah. Not too much in there and, you know, some really funny one-liners. Yeah. Oh, I reckon that's we've cleared up most of the the great quotes. I'm sure we've left a couple of p- someone's oh, personal favourites out, but we sure. could be here for hours just talking about yeah. quotes. But let's move into Needle Drop, and this is one that's going to be pretty easy because, to be perfectly honest, there's absolutely no Needle Drops in the movie. It's only score. Gao, what do you reckon about? What do you got about the score? I reckon you've got something on this. I've got it if no one else has it, but um, the song "We Fight for Love" lyrics were written by Michael DeBars. Uh, and it was performed by Power Station. Does anyone know who was in Power Station? No. Nah. Robert Palmer was the lead singer. Really? Oh. A couple of people from Duran Duran and a band called Chic. So Robert Palmer was the lead singer from 84 to 85. What's his then- wife's name? Mrs. <laughs> <laughs> Mrs. Palmer was also in last week's movie as well. Power Station also had the hit Some Like It Hot. Well, and Some Sweat When the Heat Is On. Exactly. But um, the heat. yeah, so that was the that was the only song for me in the movie. Yeah, the, the score's good though. The score's good. Have you heard it anywhere else, Bones? Oh, forty eight hours yes, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a it's a good score. They still drums. Great score. Yeah, still it's drums, really good. The percussion. Yeah, there was a little bit of the thing in there too. You know, there's a couple of scenes where they got the low percussion. In yeah. there when they're building that that tenseness. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so um, I believe James Horner did the score. Correct. Yeah, and uh, he's he's also done another Born to Watch favorite Aliens. And what he what he tends to do is he tends to use his his scores in multiple movies. Red Heat. Yeah, and and you'll find parts of his music pop up in in I know he uses Alien score in a couple other movies that he's scored as well. And and I sort of chuckle whenever I've been watching movies, and I'm like, "Shit, that's the Alien score." Uh, <laughs> and so he's quite distinct in in his music. So obviously, this score is seriously distinct. The steel drums is amazing. Takes me back to Kokomo. Yeah. <laughs> Way back to Kokomo. by the rhythm of the steel drum band down in Kokomo. Yeah. So anyway, look, there's not much to talk about there, and really, this sort of is going to lead us onto the star of the show, and. I don't know. I think this one's pretty easy. Uh, we'll go with you, Gao. Who's your star of the show for today for Commando? Arnie. Arnie just kills it in this movie, crushes it. Yeah. Sloan? Yeah, well, as one Nuffy from the New York Times once said, nothing to this film beyond physical combat, gun violence, and Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. It begins and ends with Arnie. It does. Arnie's yeah. the star of the show. Yeah. No one compares. Alyssa Milano's a great sort, but it's Arnie's go. There's no doubt. There is no doubt. Okay, so final thoughts. It's not Arnie's best, but it's right up there. It's the beginning for Arnie. 
he sets himself in a trajectory from commando that is almost unsurpassed for the next 15 years. Some of the best movies of the 80s and 90s follow this, and he sets a bit of a blueprint with the one-liner, with balls-to-the-walls action, and just great fun. There's absolutely no reality in this movie, but I don't care. I love every minute of Commando. It's a great movie. Great fun. Yeah? Yeah, loved it. It's awesome. I mean, you can watch that so many times, and it's just a really fun movie if you just watch it with that in mind. Yeah. Definitely be watching it again. Yeah, Barnes, what do you reckon? Oh, look, always love this movie from the first time I watched it, all the VHS out. I don't think the storyline's so bad. Daughter abducted. Yeah. His whole idea is to get her back alive and well, but, yeah, I just – Every time I think about this movie, it makes me smile. I think of all the quotes. It's just nonstop action for an hour and a half. You don't even realise the time going by, to be honest. I watched it the other day and just pressed pause for a minute because I had to leave the room and I was like, oh, if I've been sitting here for an hour. Yeah, it goes uh, quick, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. It's just, it's just a great, don't have to be deep into it to follow it. Just sit back and enjoy the ride. Well, I think this is a born to watch mantra that we're here to enjoy what we're watching yeah. i think it's not about it's not so much about the art of filmmaking this is when i watch sit in front of a movie i want to enjoy it and whether it's good bad or indifferent mm. if i'm enjoying it doesn't matter commando's that commando is just enjoyment it's popcorn cinema it's fun if something can stand the test of time and See, this movie's movie. 37 years old yeah. right and it seriously stands the test of time this is a good watch this yeah. is fun um, i know we're we're we we hold it seriously close to our hearts, yeah. and it's hard to be objective. But it is, you know, we picked it a bit. We picked it a bit up, a bit apart. But it's not going to get five stars. But I'm telling you, it's it's a fun movie to watch, and that'll lead us into the ratings. This is Gao's little domain here. He, he loves to talk about where the movies have rated, what what's going on. So Gao, what are you going to give this one? I'm going with four. What are we calling this one? Well, okay, today we're going to call this elaborate European flat tops. <laughs> Very apt, very apt. Yes, because when he was in West Germany. <laughs> so um, what? how many elaborate European flat tops are you going to give Commando? I'm giving it four elaborate European flat oh, tops. Good one. And what about you, Bones? Where, how many elaborate European flat tops are you giving it? Be bold. I know what you're going to give it. Five yeah. flat tops. Yeah, nice, nice. One of the greatest movies ever made. Okay, so I'm going to be... The one that sort of douses this a little bit, I, but I'm still no, going to I'm going to give it, th- it no 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 I'm going to give it three point seven five elaborate European flat tops, okay. What? So Gao's adding this up, and I've actually just got a message through from the land because Morgs has dropped out because he's tethering his internet from his neighbour again, and he's going to give it three flat tops. Three? Yeah, that's that's low. That's outrageous. That, that's low. And I know Gao is now reaching for the phone so that he can add this up because it's tricky. As soon as you threw a three point seven five, yeah, I know, that, and that, that really yeah. ruined it. And this is and, and this and this is no, 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 no. Let's let's wait and see what Gao comes up with. What does sure. Commando rate? Three point nine three seven five. Three point nine three seven five. So where's this going to sit in the pantheon of Born to Watch movies? Well, it's going to put us above Backdraft at three point three three trick to chloride cans. But below the thing at four point five flamethrowers. Nice. So it's in third place. Third. I, th- th- I think it's that's, a solid third. I think that's right. I think I actually think it's more fun to watch than backdraft. I think it's you know I I, I think it sits 
in the right spot. What do you think? It's way more watchable than Backdraft. Way more watchable than Backdraft. Oh, you think it should be higher? I do. You think it should be higher than the thing? I think it's better than the thing. Yeah. You need to talk to Morgs. If not equal to. I'm really surprised at the three. Yeah, I, I'm Maybe, not. Did I go too high? With, do I, no. Did see, I, did, is this my Billy Baldwin moment? Am I never coming back again after this? No, you're back. No, mate. I think you're back. You yeah. love this movie. He's, he's had two fives got, already. I've had two fives well, already. He's had two fives oh, So yeah. I gave – look, I gave Top Gun Maverick a five and I gave The Thing a five. I'm standing I by both of them. had my credibility question and I was going to stick at four and a half, but you know what? No. Bones, don't five be dumb. It's a five all day. Don't be, but don't be dumbed down. No. Right? Don't be dumbed down. No. Be you. Yeah, you're probably right. All right. Look, I think I think that's a fair score. It's as close to four as it's going to be. Yeah, not for everyone. It's not for everyone, but I tell you, it's for us. Yeah, it's for us, and it it's is. proven that it's number three it on is. the list. Okay, so what are we watching? So we'll give you a little insight into what we're watching on, in the in the streaming world. Yeah, what are you what are you up to this week? Well, I just finished the last season of Peaky Blinders. Okay, um, uh-huh. really good, but really dark in this last series. Got really dark for a little bit there. Um, yeah, it's a great show. Loved it. There's a long time coming for this second one, so finished it off. And then now I'm on to Animal Kingdom, last season of Animal Kingdom. So okay, that's me this week. Very good. Bones, what about you? Obi-Wan. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Kenobi. Yeah, finale. It was, it was good. You haven't Love it. it. Haven't, watched, haven't watched six yet. I'll yep. wait till I get back home to watch that. And The Boys. Yeah, the Boys is a great show. Oh, I haven't got to that yet. Yeah, got to get to that. Do yourself a favour, listeners. You don't have Prime, or you've got another way to get it, or Plex. If you don't have Plex, not many do. Outstanding streaming service, complimentary. Based on the Gold Coast, <laughs> based out of the Gold Coast, but streaming to all states. Yeah, the boys really good. Yeah, no, it's great. Recommended to me from a mate, and uh, yeah, really enjoy it. Yeah, it's uh, really weird, but yeah, I'll t- okay, so. Yeah, it's a great. The Boys is great. The Boys is really, really good. I'm going to give you two. I'm going to give you two movies on Netflix. I'm going to give you one to watch, one not to watch. The one to watch is Hustle. Oh yeah, yeah. Good movie. really Watched good. It. Loved it. Loved it. Really Loved good. It. And and yeah. we've seen it all before. But I'm telling you, right in my sweet spot. Yeah, that movie. Yeah, it is. It is. It's 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 a sports movie. It is a good movie. There's there's no other way to describe it. I it's a feel good movie it. though. It's a feel good movie. And, and Adam Sandler just. Nails it. Yeah, I tell you, he does something special when yeah. when he's acting now. Like uncut gems in this are a different level for him. Yeah, but but hustle's great and it's on Netflix, so it's available for everyone. And and then one not to watch on Netflix is Interceptor. Now we have recorded an Interceptor podcast in the panic room. I'm yet to release it because I hate this movie so much. <laughs> it's so, tough to release that. It's a it's a hard one to release because I'm I think Chris Hemsworth may find me and assassinate me. Yeah. It's a negative review. It's it's not a great review, and and I don't want to be that. I don't want to be that guy because I'm that guy every day of my life. So I want to be here and be the happy guy. Be yourself. Yeah, don't dumb it down. You're right. Yeah. But don't watch Interceptor, a movie that's written and directed by one of our favourite authors, Matthew Riley. He's a very good author to a point. Jumped the shark a little while he, ago. He fonzed it. He fonzed it big time now. And Interceptor is shit house. Do not watch. You heard it here. If you already have, I'm sorry that I didn't get this to you sooner. Okay, so that is it from us in the panic room. There were four of us that became three of us, but we still crushed it. I enjoyed that, having a special guest in the studio tonight, Sloan Nixon. 
fresh from the northern beaches of Sydney. And, mate, I, t- I don't know about you guys, but uh, we're going to be really looking forward to having him back again. He was amazing. Yeah, he's got to come back. He's got to be it. back. Loved it. Thanks for having me. Yeah. It's been a pleasure. But um, before we go, well, yeah, what, what, what are we going to do next week? And I'll tell you what we're going to do. We're going to get our guest to choose what we're doing. So, Sloan, what's your recommendation for us to record the well, pod next week? It's gone Top Gun, Golden Child, Backdraft the Thing, Commando. It's time to hit Comedy Genius with Step Brothers. Oh, yeah. yes. And I'm telling you, there will be many people that will be excited to hear that. And next week we'll be sponsored Ooh. by a special company. But we won't release that till next week as well. I can't wait for so this next week. One. Step Brothers is one of my favourite movies, and there are so many quotes in there. I can't wait to hear you guys crush this. Yeah, Step Brothers is going to be fun. I'm already excited about it. When we when we asked Sloan to pick a movie for us, he's absolutely crushed it. We're going to have a lot of fun with that. Thanks again from the Panic Room. This is Matthew White, and we will see you on the airwaves next week. See ya. Adios. Thank you for listening to this episode of Born to Watch. To join us on our journey into some of our favourite movies of all time, you can find us on all good podcast networks like Spotify and Apple Podcasts. If you like what you hear, give us a five-star review and share with your friends.